the blast from our past network. Supernatural, Halloween, exploitation, slashers, and everything in between. Welcome to the Podcasting After Dark Watch List, the show where a guest chooses a topic and the hosts, along with the guest, discuss their top five favorites. Light a candle, hide your Ouija board, and enjoy the Podcasting After Dark Watch List. What's up, everybody? Your old pal Corey here, one half of the Podcasting After Dark team. Joined with me today is James from Action Action Podcast. Dude, what is up, my man? Oh, man, I'm so happy to be here. That's what's up. (laughs) Dude, I'm happy to have you here. Uh, I've been a fan of your podcast for a while now, and uh, I also know that another few other people in our our podcast network, um, Tim over Talking Back, he also is a fan of yours as well. So you definitely have a lot of fans uh, on our side of things. Yeah. But um, real quick for, for the listeners out there, can you tell us about Action Action? Because it's a really, really cool, well, it's a cool idea, but it's a cool podcast too. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, yeah, so it's Action Podcasts. You know, uh, I got, there's three of us. And... Uh, you know, we wanted to have a podcast where we talk about action movies, but not just that. We wanted to rank them in order. So, you know, we've come up with our unique action-action uh, rating system, and we will, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, live and die by this rating system. <laughs> um, at this stage, I think we got like a hundred, over 150 movies on it. So, yeah, you guys are just. You guys have been doing this for how many years now? Uh, just over three years now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Dude, yeah. that, that is awesome. That is a commitment. And uh, so about 150. And uh, if I remember correctly, I, th- I think uh, I was just listening to the Maximum Overdrive episode. Yeah. And it barely made it on to the list. Now, is it is the, the criteria, do you guys have a strict criteria for what is an action movie? If it also has a little bit of horror elements in it? Uh, or do you go from your gut to kind of like just like gut feeling? <laughs> Honestly, you know, it's changed over time and we've had to implement a rule that whoever brings the movie to the podcast has the final say on whether it goes on the list. Oh, okay. So because movies have made it on the list that we still bring up today, like movies that, you know, in the first 20 that we've done, we did, they still come up. As like, man, that shouldn't be on the list. And then it starts a whole other argument. So <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, we live and die by the list. We, you know, we dare people to challenge us. You know, we, we want to start the conversation and just, yeah. So and, and it should say a lot. I mean, by the time you're listening to this episode, um, I know the newest one right now is Street Fighter. Um, I don't know if like the next one will be out by then, which is Starship Troopers after Street Fighter. But I was listening to the Street Fighter one today, and I love the fact you guys kept referencing The Exterminator, which was a movie that you know we reviewed on on podcast after dark. Yeah. But I liked hearing you guys like talking about how bad it was and where does Street Fighter fits like Street Fighter better than Exterminator. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, ah, these are these are conversations that I've had in my head too. <laughs> so and I think that's why I love the show. I think action mm. action is such you guys what I love about the podcast is you guys have fun 
with these movies. And yes, we can critique these films to the you know end of the end of time till we're blue in the face. But as long as we're as long as we're having fun doing it, you know, I think that's an important factor. Yeah. And you guys have an absolute blast talking about just fun ass action movies. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like it all comes down to. You know, we might watch a movie and it might be like amazing movie. And, you know, on a regular list of all movies, it you know, it would be up there. But we're an action movie podcast. So a movie that, you know, should be really high on a list might not be that high on our action movie list. So <laughs> <laughs> that's how it is. But, yeah, we have a blast. It's it's good time. And I mean, we're going to keep doing it as long as we're having fun. Right. So, yeah, no. And that's and that's all that matters. And I will say this. Your episode on VFW is the reason I now know why I loved that score so much, because it was by the same guy who did the guest. And the guest is one of mine and Zach's favorite like cult current like new cult movie. You oh, know? yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, John and Dustin keep telling me I need to watch the guest, but I and I will tell you that <laughs> yes, yeah, and all of us, everyone listening yeah. will tell you watch yeah. the guest, dude. Yeah. It is so fucking good, man. This is my problem. I am I'm like the worst um, because I don't have time to watch anything. Like a lot of times, I only the only thing I watch in a week is the movie we're covering on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> so anytime I get, you know, I can, I, and it's kind of a running joke. I watch like all the garbage on Netflix, like the newest, <laughs> the newest, like Adam Sandler movie for some reason. Like, I don't know why I torture myself, but I keep doing it. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, you don't have to justify anything here, <laughs> my man. I'm, I am the guy that brought split second DEF CON four and hard, tar- uh, hard target, um, hardware to, to the show here. So like my tastes do tend to skew a little bit on the more, I don't know, slower sci-fi yeah. side of things, but I meaning like, you know, you like yeah. what you like. It's oh, yeah. all, it's all good, you know? And, uh, and you're a busy man too. You're, you're a uh, full-time job and everything and yeah. uh father as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Got two kids. So they, they keep me busy working kids. It keeps me busy. So, and <laughs> yeah, editing. <dude>. So <laughs> yes, we were, we were just talking a little inside baseball before we started. And we're just basically talking about how we're, we're both just drowning in editing. It's yeah. like anytime, if anyone wants to start a podcast, just be aware that, that you're going to drown in editing. And I'm honestly, dude, at this point, I'm like you, man. Like I kind of only really have time to watch what we're gonna be talking about, whether it's right. you know the movie, whether it's you know uh, um, something for TV Obscura, or which actually has turned into a lot more pre-production than I expected. Because the last episode of TV Obscura we did um, like War of the Worlds, uh, Highlander, and um, oh shoot, another show. Oh, uh, Briscoe County Junior. And all three of those shows just had like a 90 minute like pilot. So it was like, oh yeah. crap. It's like <laughs> five and a half hours that we all had to watch, you yeah. know? So you got to take that stuff into to consideration too. Yeah, definitely. And you know, I was listening to, you had um, the guys on from um, Talking Back and they, you know, I think it was the younger brother. I forget his name. Dean. Dean. Yeah. And he was talking about how they watch the movie multiple times that they're going to cover. <laughs> and it's like, 
I do not have time for that. Like, that's crazy. I mean, I, I wish I had that time, but I know. <laughs> yeah. So they're true, yeah, true professionals here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, dude, you guys are producing some fantastic content, man. From from one content producer to another, my, my hat's off to you for that. Uh, three three years is no nothing to shake a stick at. You yeah. know what I mean? That's that's commitment right there. And I got to say, Real quick, you guys have one of the best al- album covers, like I like covers for your for your show, oh, like yeah, logos. Yeah. You got one of the best in the biz, man. That thing yeah. is awesome. Yeah, I'm really happy with the way that that logo turned out. You know, we're huge Bill Paxton fans, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. definitely, <laughs> definitely happy with that. Yeah, it definitely sums up the show uh, uh, pretty damn perfectly. So, yeah. but but uh, James, this is your watch list. Yeah. So I know people probably read the title, but why don't you tee it up and let everybody know what we're going to be talking about tonight? All right. So this is going to be top five angry police chiefs. Chiefs, captains, captains uh, yeah. what inspectors, I, I or... inspectors, and and just just so you know, I have a sergeant just because he was yeah. the highest rank that was in yeah. the movie, you know. So yeah, because I kind of got hung up on that. I was like, hmm, is it just captains? But yeah, so yeah, and I had, and I also had an idea. I'm fairly certain one of the movies is going to be on your list, and I purposely kept it off of mine. Okay. So I'm going to see see if it plays out the way that I sort of think it's going to. Okay. Um, I I do have to say, I like (laughs) up into just before we started recording, I was like, oh man, like, you know, I'm moving it on, moving people on my list because I'm like, oh, should they be higher and like. (laughs) You know, I have some honorable mentions as well, but I'm just like, oh man, I'm totally missing something. I know, I know I'm missing something, but hopefully you'll (laughs) fill in there like what I'm missing. (laughs) We'll see. I've got some, I've got some weird ones. All right, nice. (laughs) But I think, I think regardless, you know, at the end of the day, as long as we have fun talking about them and we both maybe get some ideas of uh, something to watch, that's the, that's the point of all this. And uh, like normal, so... You're gonna start it, and okay. if if yours is a, is like one of mine, so meaning like your number five is my number three, right. we will uh, we'll talk about it when we get to the lower number, closer to number one. Okay. So. Okay. Sure. All right. So five five to one, and then uh, so you kick us off with your number five. All right. Well, I think I'm gonna start with. Uh, a quote here. So uh, I'm going to use the, the movie characters. So Reggie says, don't you think you're being a little too hard on the guy? And then Hayden says, you go fuck yourself convict. (laughs) This is literally the movie that I knew. I I thought it was going to be like number one or something, but Uh, honestly, this is one. Okay. So, this, this is fuck one yourself, with, convict. Yeah, this is one that was gonna. It was gonna be number one because, and you'll see, you know, later on in the list of why you know it wasn't number one. But yeah, I mean, like it's kind of like he's. I don't know. <laughs> I need to. I need to collect myself here. Uh, <laughs> so what movie are you referring? So we're to? talking about Forty Eight Hours. Yeah. 
<laughs> and classic, uh, absolute classic. classic. Yeah, and you know Frank uh, Frank McCray, who plays Decker, is I don't, he's like the epitome of a angry police captain, and it. I just love like I was watching clips on this uh, beforehand, and it's just. You know, I think it's like with Eddie Murphy in the in the comedy, and he's just like so angry. It just works so well. Uh, he's like the he's like almost like the template for what angry police captains will become after that. You know, totally like moving forward. Totally, it's like oh, just look at that. And I I kind of had a little difficult time with this uh, list as well. And I actually sent out some feelers out to people like, hey, throw me some ideas. You know. Every single fucking person, this was number one. They threw Hayden from uh, uh, um, 48 Hours at me, and this was, like, number one. Everyone, this, this, yeah. this. I'm like, well, I was like, my gut's telling me James is going to hit it, so I'm going to – I wrote it down just in case you don't so we could talk about it because we have to. Right. Oh, but I was yeah. like, I think, I think you're going to hit it. Yeah, and honestly, you know, maybe it's a mistake having it at number five, but <laughs> – um because it is kind of you're right i mean this did kind of set up the template the trope of the angry police captain um but you know you'll you'll see later in the list what what i'm why talking. It got, yeah. yeah now i get it. and sadly for me man like to be completely honest with you i haven't seen this movie in freaking forever oh neither and- have i and so, like, now I'm just like, well, crap. Now I really want to go back and, and rewatch it. Because I did, I liked it when I was younger. Yeah. But it's just been one of those movies. Like, even The Blob was like that, where we just reviewed that. And it was like, dude, I watched that movie, like, a gazillion times between, like, 1988 and, like, 1999. But then I haven't seen it once yeah. since, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Good one. Good I, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen 48 Hours. I've seen... Because I, I just forget about it, to be honest with you. I mean, when I think Eddie Murphy, I think Beverly Hills Cop, right? So I don't yeah. really think of 48 Hours. But from what I remember, 48 Hours is a more grittier movie. And well, it's Walter Beverly Hills Hill, Cop, so, more, yeah. more comedy, right? So, yeah, I'm definitely yeah. going to have to revisit it. So yeah, I, me, guess I, I guess I guess that's going on my watch list. So <laughs> it's it's going on mine as well. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that that's hey, perfect, right? So yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, my number five. I didn't have quotes pulled up. I could probably do it, but um. All right. So my number five is Sergeant Reed, nineteen eighty seven, RoboCop. Oh. He's okay. played by Robert uh, Ducay du- Ducroix. I'm not sure how to pronounce his, his last name, um, but my God, like, and, and here's the thing, he's he's pretty angry, and that's how I also had to, like, kind of figure out, like, but is he that angry? Like, I was also trying to figure out how angry they actually were, Yeah. and I just, like, but he's pretty angry throughout the course of it, but he's not a captain, he's a sergeant, like I said, but yeah. you don't see anybody higher in the police department you see obviously ocp and all that kind of stuff but you don't ever see anybody higher than him so but i've i've loved that movie i saw it in the theater as a kid with my dad nine years old that that gentleman you know was sergeant reed he left an impression you know in my on me and to this day i still love the hell out of that character every time i see him in robocop yeah totally i mean yeah he he is angry but it's almost like uh 
like he's just kind of like he's saying to you know his his cops like come on guys like you know he's dealing with like uh the potential of being replaced by robocop and he's like just frustrated at the whole situation and nobody seems to be helping him out because <laughs> of all the shit going down but clarence boddicker is spitting blood on his paperwork i mean it's pre-covid that, yeah, yeah watch that now that's horrifying <laughs> yeah exactly yeah no but like good call yeah yeah so yeah and he does a great job in it and it's it's such at this point it's such an iconic character now yeah you know? yeah totally all right so all right. my number, number four. four so my number four um oh what did i say did you hear what i said i heard what i said because i was standing there when i said it <laughs> So we're talking about bad boys here, yeah. Captain Howard. Yeah. I mean, this is like, it, it's like the perfect mixture of angry comedy. And, you know, he even has that woosah where he tries to calm himself down because he's getting too worked up, you know? Mm -hmm. um, oh, man, bad boys is such a great movie. Yeah. And like, He's he honestly like I feel like he's probably one of the best parts uh, of those movies. Yeah. And yeah. I haven't seen the third one. Did did you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, I did see the third one and it honestly I was not happy with it, but yeah. You know, I mean yeah. I think it is what it is. They're trying to do what other franchises are doing and I just think it's a mistake, but yeah, I mean, uh, but Captain Howard, like, you know, that scene where this quote is from, you know, he's playing basketball, missing every shot while smoking a cigar. It's just like, <laughs> it's perfect, right? So Yeah, yeah. Nah, dude, that, that's a good call. I was eyeballing um, uh, Bad Boys, and that was, again, another movie that was high in my rotation a long time ago, but I hadn't seen it since, and I was like, I was like, I've probably haven't seen it like in 15 years. And I was like, my gut is telling me there's an angry captain in that, but I can't quite like sort of remember it, you know? And at the same time, like I'm thinking Lethal Weapon and I'm like, but he wasn't that angry of a captain. So again, I keep, I keep like going somewhere and I keep pulling it back. So I'm yeah. like, he's not angry enough. So <laughs> yeah. And like that, and you know, you're totally right. I mean, Captain Howard, he's more like, He's angry and frustrated, but at the same time, just like, oh, come on, guys, like, just help me out here, you know? <laughs> seems to be the theme. I think all the, the yeah. sergeants and the captains are like, guys, just help me out. I'm on your side. Just yeah. help me out here. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, my number four is another, probably more frustrated than angry, and uh, <laughs> and he's very obsessed with the fact that our, our lead in the movie, played by Dolph Lundgren, uh, was on hiatus for like six days, and he keeps bringing it up. I am, <laughs> of course, talking about Captain Malone, uh, played by Jim uh, Haney in the I 1990s I Come in Peace, a.k.a. Dark Angel, a uh, movie that we reviewed on the podcast, and I thought, I was just tickled by the fact that he couldn't let it go that, that Dolph Lundgren was like, where were you for six days he just like he couldn't let it go and then someone else was like oh i heard you were gone for like five days and he's like six he like we just like latched onto it and he was he was great and i don't think i don't really think you remember like i come in peace for that captain and it had we not recently just reviewed it i probably wouldn't have either but he's pretty fun in it yeah i honestly haven't seen it 
So it's a wild movie, dude. Is it? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it sounds pretty wild. So I guess yeah. I got more to add to the watch list. Pure cool. '90s cheese, my man. '90s cheese. Some yeah. of the some of the best cheese, actually. Dude, some of the best cheese yeah. out there. Yeah. So. All right. So my number three. Yeah, yeah, I know all about that Nakatomi thing in L.A., <laughs> but just because the TV thinks you're hot shit, that don't make it so. <laughs> I can't even read properly, but uh, you get the gist. We're talking about uh, Dennis Franzen, or Franz. Mm-hmm. Franz, yeah. Yeah, and Die Hard 2. So yeah. he's the captain in the airport i think it's dallas you know uh, it's uh, it's actually funnily enough it's actually dulles which is dulles. in uh, outside of dc where i grew up oh, okay. except that airport is absolutely not dulles where they where they oh, shot it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i love dennis franz's character in that movie i still remember i saw the thing i saw it in the theater with my dad i still remember the scene where mclean has the machine gun he shoots yeah, him against the totally. he, he screams you know but nothing breaks because it's all black blanks you know yeah. that, even today that thing that that scene gets me dude you know like i watched like a super cut of of all his scenes in that movie and he is so angry there are so many clips of him yelling mclean mclean what are you doing mclean you know and it's so it's so good and you know die hard too I don't think gets enough credit. It's probably the closest thing to Die Hard 1. Like, everyone says, oh, Die Hard 1 and then Die Hard 3, or, you know, that's usually what people say. But I don't know. Like, Die Hard 2, like, that's a good movie. I mean, you got William Sadler doing naked yoga. Yeah. You know, or, or naked Tai Chi, I should say. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, it's like watching uh, a JCVD movie, right? Yeah, like. Yeah. Something yeah. he would do, but but I, I do agree with you, dude. Die Hard Two is fantastic, and honestly, I love all three of the first ones. Yeah, um, wasn't a huge fan going past it. I've seen them all, but but the most rotations have been basically one and two. I I really enjoy two. I think it is one of the few sequels that is at least on par with the original. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's got all the same tropes and it just builds on that. And then, you know, I actually think it's it was very smart that they added in the angry police chief to this. You almost makes you it almost makes you realize that you're sort of lacking an angry police chief in the first movie. Yeah, because you do have. You do have that, but he's just not as angry, right? And it's hard for someone, like, I think... uh, Well, plus he's not interacting with McLean either as much, you know? Just over the phone, right? Yeah. So I think, like, in uh, Die Hard 2, I think uh, Dennis, like, does, like, an awesome job because it's the same situation where McLean isn't under him, Right. He's just some other cop coming from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you get to still have the scene of him yelling at McLean in his office and, you know, getting other cops to escort him out and, you know, yeah, it's just it, and honestly, every time I see that movie or I see a clip from Die Hard 2, for whatever reason in my like lizard brain, I think that he is the captain from 
uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which he's uh, not. No, yeah, no, he's not. Yeah, <laughs> I know right? you're talking about. Yeah, but but when he's like McLean, it reminds <laughs> me of um, Miss O'Neill. You know, it's the yeah. same kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I get you, dude. I I totally get you. And of course, Dennis Franz went on to do NYPD Blue and everything. And yeah. uh, this was this was before that. But man, Die Hard Two just freaking rocks. But I do think. You hit the nail on the head. I think one of the main criteria to have an angry captain is you got to be able to get face to face with them, right? Yeah, like totally. It can't be over the phone. It's yeah. got to be in their. It's got to be in their office and face to face because that's where they're the most angry. Yeah, totally, exactly. Can't, can't do that shit over the phone, man, <laughs> or a walkie-talkie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, not at all. It just doesn't come across the same. No, no, you gotta get you gotta get in their face, man, all the time. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Great pick, bro. Great pick. I love Die Hard Two, and it does remind me that it's been a while, and I need to watch Die Hard Two. Oh, so. definitely. Thank you for that. Yeah. All right, my number three is another movie that we re- reviewed on Podcast After Dark, and this was 1992. And the character, I mean, this tells you everything. The captain's name is Thrasher, and he's played by Alan Armstrong, and it's split second with Rutger Hauer. And, you know, if you've seen the movie, he is he is just insanely angry to the point where, like, he has no chill, like, whatsoever, and he's just constantly angry. And I think he pulls it off. Alan Armstrong is a, is a fun actor, and I... I think he was tr- – the funny thing is I think he was trying to be a little bit cheesy, but because he's such a good actor, he just came off as angry. Like I think right. he was trying to have fun with it, but he's like he doesn't know how not to be a good actor, so he just did the part right, and he was just so mad at uh, Rutger Hauer the entire fucking movie. Yeah, and this is, a, this is another movie. I have not seen this movie, so <laughs> – and. Kind of, nor should you. Uh, oh, okay. It's not, it's not the best movie ever. I mean, I like it a lot. Um, and, and I, you know, I would say maybe watch it for Alan Armstrong. And specifically, there's one scene where he's going, chasing after Rutger Hauer through the uh, through the police station. Right. And he's, like, being a dick to, like, his own, like, fellow cops as he's, like, moving past them and everything. And I'm like, you're just a dick. And I love it. But it's, it's an interesting movie. If you ever get around, to, if it ever crosses your path, you might have fun with it, but if you ever come back to me and say, Corey, that yeah. movie sucks, I would be like, I get it. I totally yeah. understand that. Thanks a lot, Corey, for the <laughs> <Thanks>. recommendation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Put that one at, uh, sort of on the bottom of your watch list. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's a great angry captain, so. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> All right, number, was it number two? Uh-oh, number two. Number two. Okay, so I'm, I'm not going to quote this because – this goes on forever. I mean, I can say, I'll say some of it, but it just doesn't make any sense and, and you'll know why. So, you suck the blood at a cotton picking toes. I can take from you. I got the California Raisins cast is doing an all male version of the diary of Anne Frank doing the all male version in my drizzy sip. <laughs> like, it's just. <laughs> It just goes on and on and on. And of course, I'm talking about Frank uh, McRae again, but Last Action Hero. And yes. I kind of have I kind of have two here. And like 
And this is what I was talking about. Like I went, I had 48 hours and I had this all together and I had it at number one. Okay. And so just like Frank McRae as essentially number one. Yeah. I mean, he could basically take up three spots. And you know what? I I would have, I would have been cool with that. I honestly would have been cool with that. Because, because he has a last action hero where Mm -hmm. he is doing a trope of basically something like he was a part of starting which is amazing yeah yeah right it's almost it's almost meta at that point yeah and so he did the same thing in loaded weapon right yes right (laughs) where he's like going through the um the buffet line and like it's just it's hilarious um but it's just like you know last action hero is just like the the peak of angry police captain and like even when you know he's yelling at Slater in the office like the kids like oh like why are you guys yelling at each other like you guys like each other you know and telling all this side story of like how they love each other and (laughs) (laughs) I don't know it's just it's fantastic so yeah, no, that that movie is so much fun. Uh, sadly, it is a movie that I've only ever seen once. Uh, there's a lot of love uh, for Last Action Hero. I I think when I saw it, um, I, w- I didn't quite get what it was trying to do. And I think I was too, sort of too young to sort of like piece that together. Yeah. And, you know, I, t- I talk about it with Zach sometimes. It's like, when I was younger, I wanted things to be uh, all serious, and it's got to be dark and gritty and serious right. and this and that. And you know, as I get older, you know, so I didn't actually like Nicolas Cage movies all that much when I was younger and everything. But now, right. as I get older, I'm like, no, I want fun. Like life is too serious. Like let's have freaking fun and have yeah. Nicolas Cage go fucking you know ape shit in a movie like Mandy or something. And just oh like, man, get, great movie that should right? be on everyone's watch list. I completely agree. Yeah. That's an awesome movie and a movie that I don't think I would have appreciated if I were like back in the day, you know, like when I was in my early 20s or something like that. I would have yeah. been like, oh, this is silly. Now I'm like, this is goddamn genius, you know. Yeah. But but like I I think now I would enjoy Last Action Hero more. I just haven't had a chance to sort of circle around to, to check it out. But I think I think I'm ready for it now. Whereas when I was younger, I didn't quite get it. You know. Right. Yeah. I mean, I watched Last Action Hero like I was older, so it it I don't know. It hit me in a spot. It's just like a fun. It's a fun action movie with all the tropes, and it's even got you know a little bit of horror tropes in there. But yeah. Um, you know, like I, I've always liked goofy movies that are you know, like Nicolas Cage style movies. And, um, you know, when I was like in my early twenties, I was watching like, uh, Steven Seagal movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and those are just, I mean, some of his early stuff is good, but it's just like, um, he's just such a piece of shit like in real life. (laughs) So, I I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen our Instagram, like we just rip on him as much as we possibly can. And I seriously have people, you know, message me and be like, why, why do you have Steven Seagal on Friday during your, like your fight night, uh, polls where who would win? Why do you have Steven Seagal always versus like, 
a broomstick or, uh, <laughs> you know, a uh, soup and sandwich combo. Or <laughs> The funny thing is he always loses. <laughs> of course he does. So that's why I do it. But, but anyways, I mean, yeah, like Last Action Hero, loaded weapon I actually haven't seen. I've only seen clips of it. Okay. Um, okay. But they're just, yeah, they're fun. They're just, they make fun of the genre. So, yeah. But at the same time, you definitely need an angry police captain to work <laughs> on that trope. And who better than the one that, like, basically started the trope? <laughs> yep. Yep, right? exactly. So. No, that's that's absolutely perfect. I mean, I feel like it's it's almost more perfect for him to be in Last Action Hero because it's already making fun of, of the genre and everything. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 Good pick, dude. Very yeah. good pick. I That's another one I need to revisit, although I think right now I would probably prioritize 48 Hours uh, oh, yeah. over Last Action Hero. For, Definitely. For that. Definitely. Yeah. Well, my number two... It's so this one I was a little bit on the fence because the the protagonist of the movie is not actually a cop, but he interacts with specifically a, uh, a captain, and it's uh, it's a uh, cap or I'm sorry, a chief, Chief Carlin, 1985, uh, uh, 1985's Fletch, oh, Chief yeah, yeah. Carlin played by Joe Don Baker, mm -hmm. and he's not in the movie a lot. Yeah. And his anger isn't explosive, mm -hmm. but he is legit scary in it. And in, in a movie that's pretty much a comedy, so it's as scary as you're, you're possibly going to get. Yeah. And I, I, I picked him because, well, first off, I fucking love Fletch. It's one of my favorite comedies of all time. But... I always found him and his character of Chief Carlin to being just being very sinister and very fucking scary. And I, I it just always stuck out in my head. Like a little too real. Yeah. <laughs> and in a, especially in a movie that was that was, you know, a, a comedy, you know, and yeah. it's like, oh, and, and then the, the stakes are, are very, very serious. Now, he's also in uh, Die Hard 2. So we have a, a connection with uh, Die Hard 2. He was the uh, um, at the airport. I think he was like the head of the the. The airport or something. Oh, yeah, the, the yeah. traffic control, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. But, yeah, Fletch. Are, are you a Fletch fan? Yeah, I mean, Fletch is one of those movies, like, I didn't see till I was much older. And, you know, I mean, it's probably good that I didn't see it till I was older because <laughs> yeah. yeah, it I wouldn't so. have made sense to me, yeah. really. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a great movie. Like, it's just, it's so smart and funny and I mean, Chevy Chase is just great. So, it, Coke, coked out Chevy Chase, he, man. He, oh man, coked out anybody really? <laughs> like seriously? I mean, you mentioned at the top that we did Street Fighter. I mean, Van Damme was coked out of his mind. He's, I think he said he spent like ten grand a week or something on coke. Yeah. Like, yeah, on that movie. That, yeah, oh, man. I know. And then you were talking about how much coke uh, Stephen King was doing on Maximum Overdrive. Oh, totally, right? Yeah, I know. And you're right, dude. I think sometimes, you know, and this comes from someone who's never done coke, but I think yeah. some I think some uh, art forms need a bit of a cocaine assistance, yeah. you know? Yeah, definitely. So and Chevy, sadly, when Chevy Chase was off of cocaine, he kind of stopped being as funny. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ain't that a bitch, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. 
Hey, uh, you, that you goes were down. way funnier when you were on Coke. So can you just can you do go that? back to that? Yeah. <laughs> can you can you give us Dr. Rosen penis again? Who? Dr. Rosen Rosen. What? Dr. Rosen. Where's the records room? Dude, the Dr. Rosen penis scene, like just that dialogue is one of my probably top five favorite just scenes of all time. Comedy yeah. scenes. I love that thing so much. Yeah. Awesome. That's definitely a good pick, though. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, before we go into your number one, okay, do you said you had some some possible some bonuses or, or some, yeah, you I, throw them out there if you if you want to talk about some before we we dive into our last ones. Sure, yeah. So it's not a police chief, um, actually, not even in the police department. We're talking about the FBI. Oh. We're talking about Point Break. Yeah. I, I, right when you said FBI, I felt like the way you said FBI, I was like, oh, I know where he's going with that. Yeah, John C. McGinley. Yeah. Um, I mean, just like, it's just hilarious just even thinking of it. You know, him yelling, uh, yelling in his office um, at Keanu Reeves, who's just such a, like, bro surfer dude. <laughs> and... <laughs> And he's just like, what did you say? Like, I don't give a shit what it is, you know? Like, I don't have any quotes of his up right now, but, like, I don't know. Like, he plays that part very well. And he definitely needs to be mentioned. So. Yeah, no, he's he's fantastic. No, you're you're a hundred percent correct there. He he should be mentioned. Uh, the the chief in Lethal Weapon. I I forgot his name because I I was gonna use him because I was like, yeah, I always I love Lethal Weapon. I love actually the entire yeah. series, and I love how the series progresses with their relationships. I loved how Riggs and Murtaugh get closer and closer during the course of the of the series of movies, and I love how the captain like kind of got closer to like they just made everybody you know sort of uh, leo even leo gets closer with everybody by the end of it and i just i kind of like even to this day the lethal weapon four just the way it ends you know with them taking the picture and everything just that last part of it that really just it still gets me man you know like i feel like that movie encompassed an era of my life and that guy again i I forgot to pull up his name because i you know didn't make my list because i don't really remember him being you know super super angry yes he got angry sometimes but that wasn't like he wasn't always angry so i kind of had him as my non my favorite non-angry uh police chief yeah and that's the thing like like even in um like hot fuzz yeah so like the police chief in that like they're not angry but it's just well, he's just angry at farva and yeah. or, oh no sorry super troopers i was thinking of super troopers yeah um no that's oh, that's funny too though troopers. that's a good mention too though damn i should have done that one so oh crap oh well <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you know what i mean yeah though. i know what you mean yeah. yeah it's it's like the, the angry ones are the ones that like that's their whole character is oh, i'm always angry yeah totally and so um another one is he's not in it much but when he is he's pretty angry and that's uh bill duke in action jackson oh yeah dude i mean i love bill duke in anything that he's in freaking mac from predator and he's a very prolific uh, director as well oh really yeah he does a lot of stuff behind the scenes too cool Um, he's freaking awesome dude yeah yeah i mean he has such a small part but i mean he just brings it in that so um and then i have alan arkin in uh, so i married an axe murder oh yeah 
I forgot about him that he was in that. That's another movie I haven't seen in forever. So he actually, like, there's a scene where he he plays it up to be, like, just to pretend to be more angry. And, I mean, he kills it. So... I mean, it's Alan Arkin. He's yeah. Oh, <laughs> he yeah, always definitely. kills it. I mean, I mean, that movie, that movie's great. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, I feel like I need to watch that again. Yeah. For sure. That's, that's, that's one I haven't seen in a, in a long time. I was going to put um, uh, Mad Max. I was going to talk about his captain on there from the original Mad Max, the, the very, very first one. Um, like Captain Fifi, I think his name was. Uh, but he's like... He's just not that angry, but like as a kid, I always remembered him because he was always walking around with his uh, jacket on and his scarf on, but no shirt. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you remember the last time you've seen uh, the original Mad Max. No, but, uh, I haven't seen it in a while, but you mentioning that, it's like, yeah, no, I, I remember him. But... And, and, I, and I think, and I, I can't confirm this, but I think he was the same actor that, uh, that played the Nazi that Indiana Jones punches into. Oh, the, in the plane. The, the, with the, the plane, pl- yeah. I think it was him because it's a bald guy with a, you know, a mustache. And, They're all and the same big. person all, anyway. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I'm the worst for names and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, that guy in the yeah. movie, in the scene. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Yeah, so Zach, Zach on Podcast After Dark is the guy. He is the IMDb of the mind. And, I mean, guys and gals, you've listened to Podcast After Dark this long. You know I'm the stoner. So, like, my recall's not as quick. And uh, James and I were talking <laughs> offline before we, we started recording. And we kind of came to the re- realization he's not a stoner. But, like, as far as the podcast goes, you're kind of the Corey of your podcast. Yep, and uh, I'm definitely. the James of, of this podcast. Yeah, you know what? I rely so much on you know dustin and john my co-hosts and like they know stuff like whether it be pop culture whether you know dustin knows like so much stuff like uh in horror movies or he watches so many movies and his recall is is unbelievable but the both of them together like I don't know. Like a lot of the time I'm just like in awe. Cause like, I don't like, I have no idea who that show me a picture of that person. <laughs> yeah, what does know? that person look like? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, now I recognize him. That guy, that yeah. guy. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, we got a bunch of Corey's and James's on here. <laughs> And no good can come from that at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, are you, are you guys all uh, over at Action Action? Are you guys all roughly the same age group over there? Yeah, we're roughly the same. I mean, John's my brother. So, yeah. um, but yeah, we're all around a few years from each a- other. So, 80s kids, right? Basically. Yeah, we're all born in the 80s. So, okay. Nice. Yep. Good. Uh, what a what a time to to grow up in the eighties. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because you know I'm three years younger than my brother, so there's things that they talk about from the eighties that is just it just missed me, mm-hmm. and so I was too young. And okay. So I've kind of gone back and circled back and you know watched some of those things, but. Yeah, my watch list, people tell me all the time, oh, you should watch this and you should watch that. And it's just like, yeah, like, I don't even have a list anymore because. <laughs> You're like, just add it to the infinite list, man. I, don't, I tell that people, I go, people tell me something, like, then my friend will text me, oh, check this out. I go, on to the infinite list it goes <laughs> for yeah. me to get to, never. <laughs> yeah, and like, I'm the worst for, you know, any kind of TV show. Like, I don't know how they can watch multiple series and complete them. 
Like it, it's remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm my wife and I kind of watch one show at a time. Uh, right now we're watching Star Trek Discovery. But yeah, if I'm not like editing or something, then and I'm like not watching something with my wife because uh, her hours are a little bit, you know, wonky with working at Trader Joe's and everything. Yeah. So like I will probably just play a video game. Honestly, right. I sit down, I just start smoking yeah. and just freaking zone out and play a video game. Right now I'm pretty much just playing Star Wars Squadrons uh, all the time. And I'm a, I'm just a huge Star Wars nerd, too. So yeah. Right yeah. on. Yeah, man. <laughs> May the force be with you. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I love that everyone's like, guys, can you get to the number oh, one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Let's get back right. to this. All right, dude. Number one angry police captain or most angry police captain, however you want to put it. Yeah. All right. Here it is. Don't think, Axel. It makes my dick itch. <laughs> I knew that was going to be your number one, dude. I mean, it's got to be Inspector Todd. I mean, Inspector T. It's just, I don't know. Like, yeah, at the the top, you know, uh, having 48 hours at number five. Yeah, I mean, do we get Inspector Todd if we don't have, you know, 48 hours? That's, but like I said, when I think angry police chiefs or, you know, inspectors... For whatever reason, I think Beverly Hills Cop. And he's just, the stuff he says is just, it's so funny, but he's not trying to be funny. Yeah. And being that it's a comedy, it just, it plays so well with Eddie Murphy in that movie. And it, I don't know. I, I, I It's really hard to like get, to the next level and i i think uh it's gilbert r hill he's he's just able to do that it just comes naturally it seems yeah and i mean dude rightfully so as number one um it was another one that i was gonna put on the list and you know like we we don't and Per my dictation, we don't really talk about the lists, you know, beforehand because I want it to be be a surprise. But yeah. I, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, we've been doing this long enough. I've been doing this for two years now. I'm like, okay, but I want to have a good conversation. So right. I'm thinking James is going to hit these points because also knowing that you know, action, action, you guys are having more of an action spin. So I was like, okay. It's not that I wouldn't have them on my list, but I was like, I, I don't want us to only talk about five movies total, yeah, you know, because yeah, us totally. having the exact same list. So I was like, okay, but I did bank on you hitting some of these these key points, and uh, I have to say thank you, sir, for not letting me down. Yeah, so you're smarter than me then, I guess. I was just like, <laughs> I'm making my list. I don't care what Corey <laughs> puts on there. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> nah, dude, it's it's a great list, man. It's a, it's a fantastic list, and and uh, honestly, I, I was the last time I saw Beverly Hills Cop was about, I think, about two or two or three years ago. So that's when I, I'll pop that one in like once every few years. Like yeah. for the most part, comedies uh, weren't aren't high in my rotation unless I'm like sort of hanging out with people or something. Right. Um, and uh, uh, but it is one that I do like to watch frequently because I do love Eddie Murphy. And, oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, trading like, places and everything. Oh, yeah, totally. And, you know, if people have a problem with my list, like. Screw you. Like, come, <laughs> come, come at me, I guess. Like, come at me at action, action. Yeah. At action, you know, uh, write me at james at action, action. Yeah. <laughs> action, action.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, 
we didn't specify that this had to be nostalgic, like the 80s or anything like that. You know, no. we just went captains. Yeah. I went with a new one for my number one, and it's because it's a comedy, and he is playing the, ter- you know, he's playing the archetype. That's yeah. the thing. And what I love about it is that in the year 2012, the archetype is just established. You know, it is, it's just a trope at this point. And it's great that you started with, you know, 48 hours and now it's kind of going all the way up to 2012 because that's the course of essentially the angry captain. And and I'm going to have to quote him here when I say, I wasn't talking to you, big titty. (laughs) Fucking, I'm talking about Captain Dixon played by Ice Cube in 21 Jump Street. Nice. I... Still fucking quote him. I will still call people <laughs> Big Titty. I, I, he, every time he was on the screen, and he's not in it that much. Yeah. But he is so memorable. And yes, he's playing the the trope. He's just playing the archetype, the stereotype of the angry captain. But he's doing it perfectly, and he has no chill. He is at a ten all the time. Yeah. And I think, I think Ice Cube just fucking nails it. Well, he's just, he's such a good actor, too. Like, he is. I, I just watched uh, or rewatched uh, Friday, mm-hmm. and I just forgot how good that movie is and how good he is in it. And yeah, I mean, that's a good call, though, on 21 Jump Street. That, I, that definitely came across, you know, like I was thinking about putting it on the list, and I'm glad you brought it up. I mean, honestly, I was like, I was like, you know, we're trying to keep it, you know, I know we're a nostalgic podcast and everything, but I was like, I can't not mention him, man, because he's so much fun. And truthfully, like, he's probably one of my favorite. Like, that is a true list. Like, he's number one, my favorite angry police captain in movies. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, 21 Drum Street. I've I've seen it a couple times, and I think the first time I saw it, it just kind of didn't really hit me that well. I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like, it kind of is. But the more, I think the more I've watched it, it's it's gotten better for me. Mm-hmm. The That movie, um, 21 Jump Street and Hot Tub Time Machine, they, it, it's weird. You know, some movies hit you at the right time. You're you're at the right age. You're yeah. in the right mindset. Your life is at the right point for this movie to really, really talk to you. Um, both of them for different reasons. Uh, Twenty One Jump Street. I I it came at the point where I needed it. I needed to laugh like that. I needed something lighthearted because life in L. A. was just never easy. So yeah. like, if, and I don't. Like I said, I don't watch a lot of comedies. So right. for me to really like latch on to a comedy, it's gonna be with me forever. Like like Fletch or something, right? Like I, I right. have these specific comedies that I love. And still to this day, Hot Tub Time Machine, you know, is is one of my favorites. And I think I think Hot Tub Time Machine gets is getting better as it's getting older. Like I, I think it's actually holding up well. And uh Twenty One Jump Street, actually I probably watch Twenty One Jump Street less than Hot Tub Time Machine. I watch that more frequently, but Every time I watch 21 Jump Street, I'm always like, God, I fucking love this movie so much. Yeah, definitely. And like, you know, Hot Tub Time Machine, like that that is a funny movie. I guess for me, that that feeling would be like watching the first Hangover movie. Mm-hmm. For whatever mm-hmm. reason, that movie just hit me at the right time. And like even at the end where they're rolling the credits with the pictures and like it's just I don't know what it was like. Yeah, it's just the right timing. So, 
But, you know, I don't know. Lately, I've been watching all sorts of comedies. I've been watching a lot of 90s comedies for some reason. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden, you know, I'm just like, I don't know. I need a comedy. And, you know, whether it's whatever's going on in my life, I just like I need to laugh. And Didn't so, you like, mention on um, the the last episode, Street Fighter? Did you talk about watching Ace Ventura two recently? Y- yeah, yeah, I watched Ace Ventura two. <laughs> Dude, um, the rhinoceros ass scene—it oh, is one of the. It's still like it will make me cry to the point. You know what I mean? It, it it's so funny, but they like there's so many small things. Like there's even the like uh, the reenactment of uh, like cliffhanger where the. <laughs> Where the raccoon like slips out of his hand, like it's just it's it's hilarious, and, and I still with my friends go like if if too mu- if something happens it's too much I'll be like, it's too much you know when he's <laughs> all, like <laughs> running with his arms dangling dude yeah oh man it's so good so yeah uh, yeah dude. I mean uh, it's. You know, like movies are such a deeply personal experience, even when you go to the theater to watch it with a group of people or you're at home watching it with a group of people. Everyone is having a unique experience with that film based on what they're bringing to the table. Very much like, you know, Yoda warns in in Dagobah about not, you know, whatever you bring with you. You know what I mean? When when Luke goes into the cave. So I have no idea what you're talking about, but. (laughs) Is what? that that's Star Trek, right? Uh, oh my god! <laughs> just kidding. That's like and I'm, cut I'm just and <laughs> delete. I'm an idiot but I'm not and that unfriend. <laughs> uh. But yeah, dude. Like I, I think every movie is a unique experience. So you talk about like um, uh, the Hangover hitting you at the right time. When I saw, I, I don't love that movie, and it's probably because when I saw it, it just you know it didn't connect to me. But yeah. one thing I love about doing this this watch list is we get to get to the bottom of why you connected with something, you know, or, or whatever. But yeah, I think I, I don't ever fault anybody. I never fault anybody for the gaps that they have in their viewing because yeah. we all have them. There's oh, no yeah. time to watch everything. We and all we, have blind spots. Yeah. And we, and you know, the bl- blind spot is one of the movies I've never seen before. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the, like the funny thing is, is like some of these movies, but I mean, it's hard during quarantine, but some of these movies, I mean, you have to watch with people, you mm-hmm. know, like we watched some some 80s action move movies like uh, Andy Sedaris movie, like uh, Hard Ticket to Hawaii or yeah. something like mm-hmm. those movies. They're fun movies when you're with a group of people having a drink, having a good time because they're so outlandish. They're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, I mean. That's kind of how it like some some of these movies are that way and some movies you know you need to be by yourself in a dark room. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I guess it just depends how it's going to hit you, right? Yeah, yeah, very very true. Now, one upcoming movie that I would like to see in the theater but you know probably won't is the new uh, Mortal Kombat reboot. Are you guys going to be reviewing that on Action Action? Yeah, I mean, we were just talking about um watching the trailer like that it it looks like it's that movie is self-aware enough that it's gonna be fun so so yeah i mean i think we're definitely gonna have to cover it um there's there's been a lot of movies coming out lately i feel like we speaking of like nicholas cage from before but there's like that 
jujitsu movie that we want to cover. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. I mean, it looks bad, but yeah. Oh, and then there's that Wally's time. Wonderland or something like that. Uh, I want to see that just came out. Oh yeah, yeah. Dustin watched that. He said okay. it's. He said it's wacky. It's entertaining. It's. I think Nicolas Cage doesn't talk very much, but he doesn't really need to. He's. Yeah. I mean, you got Nicolas Cage beating the shit out of uh, animatronic, you know, <laughs> mascots. Or mascots or yeah. fair, you know, like so. Sign me up, basically. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. I, th- I think one of the most fun uh, recent ones, like a, a fun surprise of a new movie, was uh, was VFW. I know you guys talked about it extensively on, on your episode. Um, but, man, that that movie was just so much fun to, to see play out and have it be so John Carpenter-esque. You oh, know? totally. Uh, it's just... It was a gritty movie, and... It like it was self aware enough and knew the limitations it had that it just yeah I mean it's a good time it's a good take on like a zombie ish kind of like yeah. how you know how you know it's like a siege movie right it's a lot like um, assault, assault on, on precinct yeah I was just gonna say assault yep. on precinct thirteen right so same kind of thing and yeah I mean the music it just yeah. I mean, every you know, it seems like lately, a lot of people are trying to go for that Carpenter esque score. Because, I mean, if you if you're gonna go for go for something, go for the best, right? I mean, yeah, totally. Carpenter rocks. Oh yeah, you know? definitely. So we we love him on the show. We've we've done uh, at this point, we've done uh, freaking Prince of Darkness and The Thing. So I'm sure we'll have more in the future. Yeah, I think we've done four. We've done Assault on Precinct 13, uh, They Live, which is an awesome movie. And very relevant today. Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, And uh, we did The Thing, and we did Escape from New York. Yeah, nice. Nice. Yeah, dude. I mean, we're big – we're we're both both – podcasts are, are big john carpenter fans so maybe maybe one of these days we can do some kind of john carpenter crossover thing or oh, something yeah. we'll, we'll hey we're always up for a good crossover so <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> <laughs> But dude, this was so much fun, man. I'm I'm super glad that we finally got a chance to connect. I mean, like, you know, we've been we've been having fun on Instagram back and forth, like oh, yeah. each other's shit and everything. And uh, like I said, I've been listening to you guys for a while now, and you guys are putting out some great content. You're having a lot of fun over there. I honestly don't have an episode that I, I wouldn't recommend. I, I recommend them all. And yeah. you guys have a ton. So basically just, you know, go back and just start plugging away at it and uh, uh you know, start listening to what you think sounds good good and is there a place where people can find the active list that you guys are keeping do you have that somewhere so it actually moves and is visualized yeah like so we used to have a website but we it just became too much work so we mm-hmm. actually use uh, letterbox okay i so i actually just joined letterboxd because of you guys talking about it and i started one for pad too but you i couldn't i'll have to go try to find and follow you guys on there uh, but you're keeping that so that'll be that is the list where you can viewers can follow along or listeners can follow along and then look at the where things are getting placed on the ever changing and ever growing list yeah exactly so okay. um if you find us on instagram you can go into our bio and there we have the the link tree and you it'll link to uh letterbox but 
Yeah, on there we have our list. It's the greatest action movies of all time. And yeah, I think there's like 150. And it gets updated you know, every week if I update it every week. It's kind <laughs> of like sometimes it goes two weeks. But um, yeah, and on there you can actually link through to that episode as well. Okay. Um, but I've only been doing that for about a year, so I haven't gone back to the old ones and like updated that. So okay. Um, but it, it'll show up in all, like if you follow us on Letterbox, it'll show up on our uh, a diary of what we've been watching, and then you can link through and listen to the podcast on however you want to listen to it. Cool. And it's just it's it's a simple, easy way, and you know to keep track and there's tons of people on there. So, you know, new people are following us and we're following new people and great lists of action movies or horror movies or anything. So I don't nice. want this to be a infomercial for letterbox, <laughs> but <laughs> oh, well, it's funny because I mean, I, I was, I was went for a walk today and I was listening to, you know, an episode and you guys mentioned it and I literally had to just pause it. Cause I had like, you know, like, I don't know, like two more minutes before I got home, but I paused your episode and I was just like, Letterbox, letterbox. As I was walking, because yeah. I was like, "That sounds like a cool." I, I never even heard of it, so I was like, yeah. "Okay." And then I got home and I checked it out, and then I yeah built uh, the podcast after dark one. So I'll follow you uh, once once we get offline. And uh, as per usual, I will have all the links in the show notes or the episode notes for this episode. Awesome. Uh, so everybody out there listening, please please go follow Action Action. They have a great Instagram presence. You guys have a ton of fun over there. You guys have a shit ton of episodes. You guys talk about just, I mean, movies that we love. They're all the movies that we love. Maybe some a little bit more than others. Maybe some a little bit less than others. Cough, cough, cyborg. But (laughs) all in all. (laughs) Cyborg? Okay, you could mention cyborg. So... I, I was listening to your one of your episodes and you mentioned Cyborg and I'm like, oh man, I want to talk about Cyborg. So I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> Please, be- because get me up. <laughs> so Cyborg, yes, it's a shitty movie for sure. Uh, it's got some funny stuff. It's it's a it's a western really. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of imagery. Like even the like little girl having to hold her family at the well and the barbed wire, like very Western feel. It's got like some aspects, but then, you know, you crucify JCVD, (laughs) you know, on a cross and it's just like, what, what is going on? Like, it's so wacky. It is. It's and you know, like, we did, it's it's one of the few movies on the show that we don't love because I mean you guys have so many episodes and you're tackling new stuff you know the idea behind ours is like we're we're tackling movies that we know that we loved when we were younger and we have right. a nostalgic love for it so I think we were both shocked when we were going through Cyborg and we we're like wait a minute we don't like this movie. <laughs> it's like the first time like we had to like, okay, okay. How do we address this? Like, how do we sort of deal with this? And now cyborg has basically become the podcast after dark barometer of the lowest, like the worst movies we've done. And then split second is the worst title card that we've ever seen in one of our movies. So oh, that okay. always gets mentioned. If we see a good title card, I'm always like, well, better than split second. So yeah, it can't be any worse than ballistic X versus sever. I don't know if you've ever heard of yes. that or I've seen, seen it. that. Have you seen it? Oh, I've, my. I, I've, I know that I've seen it. I don't barely remember anything because I think I immediately purged it from my brain. Oh, my God. It is, <laughs> it, it is horrible. I think out of 10, it currently has a 0. 0.5 Oof. on Oof. our list. 
So, yeah, I mean, it is bad. Like, yeah. we seriously talk about, like, can we come up with any movie that's even going to come close to being as bad as that? And I don't think so. I remember it being terrible. I think it came out when I was working at a video store. I think I just watched it, you know, when I was working and then just, yeah, it was like, yep, that entertained, you know, my time, but I'm not going to retain any of that. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side of that coin, are you familiar? Are you, have you guys reviewed um, Equilibrium on, on we Action have. Action? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys like that one? Yeah, Gunkata. Yeah, Gunkata, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, yeah, um, we did like it. I, I don't, I can't remember where it ended up, but uh, yeah, I mean, so it came out the same year or the year after The Matrix. Yeah, it yeah. just got overshadowed completely. And yeah, it just completely got overshadowed. I mean, The Matrix is a better version of that, but. It had some. I, I liked. Yeah, I liked the gun kata. I liked. I liked equal. I liked what he was trying to do with equilibrium. I think yeah. it needed maybe a little bit more of a budget or something. But I liked what they right. were trying to do with it. Yeah, totally. And yeah, I mean, so you're you're pumping our tires up, but like, hey, like <laughs> we are listeners of uh, your podcast as well. And like, honestly, I was listening just today. I was listening to a bunch of your watch list episodes and. They're great, man. Like, it's such a good idea because it's just a quick way to, like, bring up, like, all these different movies and, mm -hmm. and you know, the way you guys get excited about them, too. Like, wh whoever your guest is on. And, and uh, yeah, it's just a good time. And then uh, shout out to your Mallrats episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, Do I it, love, dog! I love Mallrats. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> such a good movie can, but like I, that movie almost broke me uh tracking the notes for that I, that was one of the most notes i've ever taken and my hand i think i still have carpal tunnel from it yeah i mean i just it's kind of unbelievable that like how you put on these like marathon episodes like dude seriously like what are you doing to yourself <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I think my butt is asking the exact same thing every single time. What the hell are you doing? Because uh, it's longer than the movie itself. Oh, I know, right? I mean, uh, yeah, one, dude. one editor to another, like, hats <laughs> you, off, man. Yeah, like, I mean, you know. You know, dude. <laughs> you know what's up, man. I know what's up. So, No, man, like, I really appreciate you having me on and... Yeah, it's been a blast. So yeah, nah, dude, the the pleasure's all mine, man. Uh, I I mean it from the bottom of my heart, bro. Action, action is a great fucking podcast. I love what you guys are doing over there. Um, I wish I had time to listen to every single episode, but it's in my queue, and yeah. I I can say that at some point I will listen to every single episode. I just you know I cherry pick them and save them and 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 whatnot. But I love your guys' discussion. You guys have a lot of fun over there. It you know hits all the points that you want to hit. It sounds you when I'm listening along, I feel like I'm one of the one of the guys, one yeah, of the friends. Totally. So that's awesome. all that's all you want, man. It's and you guys are talking about awesome awesome movies and i cannot wait to listen to the starship troopers episode um tell everybody out there what day of the week you guys usually drop on so we usually drop on a tuesday so um we usually have it up early on our patreon actually okay. but um 
the next episode won't actually be Starship Troopers. It'll oh, be okay. uh, we got in contact with this uh, promotional group, and they they've been sending us some movies to promote. So we we're putting out Flinch, so that should be out the same okay. time as this episode, I believe. But okay, cool. Yeah. So Starship Troopers will be on after that. Okay, very, very cool. Well, either way, you guys are crushing it over there. Uh, like I said, I'll have all the links in the show notes. So guys and gals, please go give them a follow. Please go give them a, a subscribe on on Instagram on Instagram and Apple Podcasts. Um, if you have a second, please leave them a five-star review on po- uh, Apple Podcasts as well because that goes a long way long to helping. Way. It's, it's Honestly, it's still the main podcatcher pod app out there i I kind of use spotify for everything me personally but uh apple podcast is still like the number one so i wish you could review on on spotify Spotify. yeah i know well actually you know what i kind of wish there was no reviews period like i wish it was just a not a thing period because it's like it feels like half our job as as promoters is getting apple reviews it's true i mean so our thing right now is our goal is to get to 200 reviews nice within average or we need to be above four yeah to get uh to apply to be a rotten tomatoes critic Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know that's a, okay. I didn't know that was a thing. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. So, so that's our goal right now. So okay. well, trying to, you know, hit up everybody. That's our goal now too. Then. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Spread the word. <laughs> that's awesome, bro. Yeah. Oh man. Well, dude, James, thank you so much, man. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. I, I know you're a busy man. You have a show, you have kids, you have a wife. Yeah, it should actually probably priority goes the other way around, but <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate it, man. And uh, thank you. Thank you so, so much. And uh, as my buddy Zach always says, catch you on the dark side. Join the podcasting after dark Patreon community to unlock exclusive monthly content like cast interviews and a fan feedback show. Plus, you get every regular episode of Podcasting After Dark completely ad-free. You can also support the show by rating and reviewing us five stars on Apple Podcasts and by recommending us to your friends. Finally, make sure you follow us on Reddit, Instagram, and Facebook for news and updates about future episodes. Just search for Podcasting After Dark.